بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعده my brothers and sisters we all start in the same place when we are born as infants where we are helpless we need somebody to take care of us if the infant is uncared for if the parents are not there if the parents don't take care of the infant it will die it's simple as that so we the infant's mindset is i need an external force to help me all my needs are fulfilled by somebody outside of me mother father whoever but as we grow older the situation changes we no longer need somebody else to satisfy our needs we are capable of satisfying them ourselves so as you grow and happens quite early I mean, even a toddler can do some things for himself once a child is 5 6 years old he can do much more today we live in a world where thanks to our ridiculous system of education and even more ridiculous parenting all we do is we delay childhood we delay maturity right just go to the villages in our countries at least i don't know about america but if you go to in, in india for example if you go to the villages see the kind of work that small kids do even here if you go to the uh, amish people and see how they work see how little kids four or five years old child he has responsibility on the farm he takes care of chickens or something and when he's a little bit older he does he does something else i was in uh, in one of the amish farms in uh, pennsylvania and uh, there was one kid he must have been maybe about six years old he was selling horseshoes so he was sitting there with a, with a little table and he had horseshoes on it so they were all painted silver so i asked him i said do you have one which is not paint i don't like this silver paint he said give me a minute then he ran and they they, they run around barefoot right they don't wear shoes and stuff so he ran barefoot into the house he brought me one horseshoe without so i said how much is that he said 3 and obviously it's huge overpriced but a little kid is he has a shop so i gave him $3 so i said now what happens when you uh, if you are not here you know who's who takes care of he said i've got a partner i said your partner where's your partner Ah, he said, "I got a partner." I said, "Who's a partner?" He points to me. His partner is half his size, so that this kid is maybe about six. That kid must be about four at, at the most, right? He says, "That's that's my brother. He's my partner." So the, when he goes somewhere, the partner sits there. They have a sense of responsibility. But come to the cities, you got a twenty-year-old who is a boy. Twenty-five-year-old, he's staying at home, free food from mom. dad pays the bills he's got a nice fancy phone which dad bought for him he's got drives a nice fancy car which dad bought for him the gas in it the dad pays for the whole thing and then you ask the father where is your son i don't know how is it don't know you pay for him you 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 for every morsel of food he eats he needs you you don't know where he is that's the culture no he went somewhere what is it somewhere Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam specifically instructed he said if you leave your home and go somewhere tell your people where you are 
when you reach there, tell them that you have, you know, not tell them when you reach, because obviously those days, there, but he said, when you come, tell them, give some, some, give them some indication. I'm going for two hours. I'm going for, you know, I, I'm going, I will come back after five, ten days or whatever. Tell them. So we delay childhood. And the result is that we have adults, 40-year-old body with four-year-old minds. Now, how does this transfer? In, in, in psychology, in transactional analysis, there is a, we, have, we actually have a term for this. We call it the, the child, parent-child ego state. Uh, Eric Byrne, the uh, author of transactional analysis uh, psychology and counseling, he uh, created he said, three kinds of ego states. He says the child ego state, parent ego state and adult ego state. So this relationship of expecting the outside world to solve my problems is called the parent-child ego state. Now the parent-child ego state is, is okay when you are a child, meaning you have you are actually physically dependent on parents, but it's not okay when you are your age or my age, or your you know like your twenties or your teens. It's not okay, it's it's ugly. So what happens is that when the person grows older, they transfer the parent. Parent is who? Parent is anyone with authority. So, when you are a little baby, the parent is actually the parent. It's the mother or the father or maybe a foster parent. But once they grow older, this parental authority is transferred to anyone outside. So, it is the boss in the office. It is the government. In the masjid, it is the masjid board or the imam and so on. Now, problem with that is anything happens, it is their fault. It's never my fault. How do you, the best way to find out if a person is matured or not is listen to their conversation. Ask them a question, see who they blame when they speak. You say, how are you? Oh, you know what to do. Like people here, huh? this is kafir country. It's full of kuffar. Astaghfirullah Who told you to come here? Did, did, did you, were you brought here in chains? You stood for the whole night in front of the U.S. consulate or U.S. embassy in your in your in your country. You slept on the on, on the footpath to get a visa. You got a visa. You come here. You live on welfare. You can work. Your your bodily good. You won't work. You live on welfare. Your body is perfect, but you find a, a handicap tag from somewhere and hang it on your car and you pack it in the handicap uh, in the handicap slot. Tell me if I'm lying. Tell me if I'm telling lies. And then with this welfare money, when you go back to your country, you walk like a king. Oh, I have a US passport. As if it's a passport to Jannah or something. Am I telling lies? Is this lies or true? And then you come back here. Kuffar country. There is not even gratitude in your. You come to this country, you have equal status with anybody in this country. Every university is open to you, every school is open to you, they give you free education. In the university, you are allowed to practice your religion freely. Everywhere you can practice your religion freely. You can you can pray on the pavement, you can pray in a parking lot, you can pray in McDonald's, you can do you, you practice your religion. You can dress like you and me and nobody bothers you. Right? You can have beards. Nobody tells you anything about your beard. 
Okay, there will be the odd, you know, redneck somewhere or somebody who will say you are a... But generally speaking, you are welcomed. You are, everything is open. Remember, a day will come when you and these people and people like this will stand before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's throne. And the same people of this country, they will say to you, they will say to Allah, they will say, Ya Allah, you are going to throw me into the fire. Okay, I am your slave. You want to throw me, throw me. But tell me, this man, he came to my land, he benefited, I gave him everything. I gave him everything. You come here, you want to marry a local uh, American girl, does anybody stop you? We opened our homes to them. We gave our daughters to them. We gave them jobs. We opened our universities and colleges. We, everything you want to stand for election to be the president of America, the only thing that will prevent you is if you don't get elected. That is all. Nothing else. There, there is no law to say that you cannot stand for election to the White House because you have a beard, because you are a Muslim. Nothing, nothing. You are free. You can do it. If you don't get votes, that's a different issue. But nobody on the face of the, on, in this country, not the, nobody in this country will stop you because that is your right as a US citizen. So these people will say, they will say, we gave them everything. But they never introduce you to us. Huh? They didn't tell us. That you are our Rabb. That one day, we will start before you. They never told us. They took and they took and they took. What's the answer? We keep blaming the outside world. What can we do? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَإِن تَعُدُّوا نِعْمَةَ اللَّهِ لَا تُحْسُوهَا Allah says, I have given you so many ni'mat, I have given you so many blessings, you cannot even count them. Then what right do you have to say, we are so bad, we are so weak. إِنَّا لِلَّهِ وَإِنَّا لِلَّهِ Allah says, I have given you so much, you can't even count. And you feel you have nothing. You feel you are deprived. So Allah's kalam is wrong. Really? My brothers and sisters, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this life, He gave us our destiny in our hands. Allah says, write what you want. You want to be happy? Right. You want to have power? Right. You want to be miserable, right? No problem. Whatever you write, Allah will give you. Our hands. You want it, you have to work for it. There is only one thing which comes just by waiting. Only you, nothing you have to do. It will come without any effort. Just by waiting. You know what that is? What? Death. Death. To die, you, have, you, need to, you need not do anything. Just wait, one day you will die. Everything else needs effort.
wa alaysa lil insani illa ma sa there is nothing for a human being except what he works for that applies to the akhirah applies here also it's a beautiful ayah because what does it mean it means that anything you work for Allah will give you fantastic hugely empowering right whatever you work for Allah will give you we are seeing this even with those who do not believe in Allah who deny Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah is giving them. Why? Because they are working for it. It's not magic. It doesn't come to them from the heavens. They work for it. They work day and night for it. You know this, I know this. Same rule applies to us also. You want something, you got to work for it. And that will come when we own authority for ourselves. When we become adults, we need to grow up. This child-parent mindset will not get us anywhere. That's long gone. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us to understand our responsibility and to take charge of our lives and not only to worry about ourselves but to worry about others. Straighten ourselves and help others to connect with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that we are not faced with this terrible situation when on the day of judgment we stand before Allah and then you won't know which way to look where the man will say we gave them everything they didn't introduce. Now you are going to put me into Jahannam. What about him? What do we say? Tomorrow I'll tell you a true story about this, inshallah. Today khatra enough, inshallah. Wa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam.